So what if I told you, you could create your own personal AI platform? I don't mean something that is owned by somebody else, created by somebody else. I mean, something altogether, like really both thrilling and terrifying all at the same time. What is going on, everybody? This is Lauren Delisa Coleman, and you are inside another episode of Beats and Bites. I am still coming off of like the the massive wave that is New York Tech Week. You guys know there was like just a whole whirlwind of events going on. I had a chance to interview, which I told you last week I would bring you, and I am. Um, I had a chance to interview the founder of this platform called Personal.ai. You've just got to check it out. I mean, you have to listen to myself and Suman. That's the name of the founder who started it. You guys, you just have to listen to us chop it up about this whole platform um, so that you can really get into the thick of it. They had a workshop for just a few of us to be able to kind of test this out, and you have got to just hear about it. Um, I mean, obviously, the whole AI scenario is just not going anywhere. I mean, we've seen a new bill introduced against, quote unquote, you know, fakes that are coming up. At the same time, we're seeing YouTube introducing the capability of, you know, I don't know, a kind of platform, an additional platform inside of YouTube, AI driven, helping you to be able to sing like your favorite artist or rap, I would add, (laughs) like your favorite artist. But yet they haven't done any of the deals with any of the artists and labels yet. So this thing is just going to get like more and more wild. A couple of other things that I saw coming out of New York Tech Week is just this idea of being able to really quite honestly clone yourself more and more, whether it's memory, like you're back to hear um, more about on this interview, or certainly be able to clone your own voice and then track that. Um, I met the founder of a startup. He's American, but he now has his startup in Poland. Um, and Poland, that's just going to have to be a whole nother like podcast episode because so much is coming out of that region right now. But yes, this is a major, major trend. And I'm bringing it to you here on the podcast because I want you to, one, of course, be aware of things. Two, to start thinking about how you can not stick your head in the sand about it and be worried, but more of how you can leverage this. How is this potentially going to be able to help you um, save time, be able to maybe do more in terms of promoting and marketing, right? That you don't have to answer everything that maybe could be more of a guide um, for your assistant or interns. Think it through and just kind of keep an open mind as you listen But AI on a much more personal level, again, not like the chat GPT level and what Amazon has coming and, by the way, also just announced the other day, like I think two days ago, Apple about to take no prisoners in the AI game, setting aside one billion, and that is with a B as in boy, um, for whatever kind of AI endeavors they will have coming up. And you know if it's Apple, it's going to be insane and more... I think, infused in devices rather than what we've seen um, with other companies like Microsoft and others in, in terms of software, right? So this is just really going to be an amazing ride. We all have to stay on top of the information as much as we can and really thinking about what is 
best for your own life, your own business, your own kind of goals and brands, and to really like kind of stay the course with that and don't get pulled one side to the other, what might be the hottest thing, what might be frightening, you know, all of these things, you really have to kind of keep a a steady, like kind of focus on what just makes sense. And I am here to help you be able to navigate through all that. Now, before we actually jump into this interview, don't forget, because I have two um, really special kind of wrap-ups of everything that I saw that I thought was like kind of top trends during New York Tech Week. Um, Well, not everything, obviously, just the standout points. But I have two different articles. Um, My last two columns on NASDAQ's news site, you definitely want to check them out because you will not see that information inside of, of course, my LinkedIn cultural brief that I do every week, really looking even more at the intersection of emerging technology and pop culture through a hip hop lens here, looking a little bit more at, you know, deals, moves, um, what's coming up next and deciphering it for you, of course, in the entertainment realm, but not quite as, you know, gritty as what I do on LinkedIn. So always check all all three areas because I'm giving you information from kind of different different lenses, right? Um, NASDAQ, you already know, is N-A-S-D-A-Q. And then you can just put in comma, my name, Lauren Delisa Coleman. Same thing on LinkedIn. Definitely subscribe so that you do not miss an issue. I usually drop, not usually, honey, I'm holding it down. I drop a new issue every Tuesday morning. You guys know that this podcast comes out every Thursday. Um, So there's always like, you know, new information circulating and I'm trying to keep it fresh for you. And of course, like I said, always breaking it down and analyzing it. So this is a very special interview. I'm like right in the midst of, uh, they actually did this workshop inside of um, a larger VC slash, they're doing a bunch of things at this company called Republic, and there's a lot going on, but you'll still be able to hear, but it's right after the energy and the, into the throes of, of the workshop itself. I wanted to capture that, and I think you guys are going to find this really interesting. Again, the name of the platform is personal.ai, just like it sounds, <laughs> you know, your own personal AI, and you will hear how it all works. You know, I'm always available for presentations, talks, consulting, and strategy around all of this. I am the gateway to all things emerging technology, that is AI, 5G, digital currency, Web3, and anything 3D, immersive, spatial, as it comes together with entertainment and mass media through a pop culture lens. I know so much of this, you know, kind of AI, both voice and just memory, and and so much is going to intersect even further with entertainment, writers, producers, um, you know, and just creators of, of all parts of the whole music ecosystem. So again, keeping you up to date, let me not say any more. Here I am about to give you this interview. Don't forget to give me, um, if you can, a five-star rating, follow so that you don't do not miss an episode. And I will be back next week with even more. I have a bunch of different events I'm going to be going to, different clients that I'm helping out with. And I'm not even sure what I'm going to bring you next week, but you know it's always going to be hot. So do not miss it. And I hope you have a great day wherever you are. Okay, sit back and listen to the interview. I'm Suman Kanaganti. I'm the co-founder and CEO of Personal AI. And so tell me, I've just had the chance to... Um, be in your workshop and go through, you know, creating this, your personal AI, which was a lot of fun. You're a great teacher. Um, so tell me a little bit about 
um, what this is like in a line or two, how this differs, as you beautifully put it during the workshop, how it differs from chat GPT, etc. And, you know, why people should use this. Personally, AI is basically a unique model that is grounded in your facts, in your opinions, in your voice, and representing who you are as an individual person. This model that has been in development for almost three years now, on the contrary to a large language model, we have taken a different approach to ground the model in one person's data. We call it personal language model. These are small, these are effective, these are ultra-personal. They actually scale very well. They're 10x cheaper than the fine-tuned LLM methods, uh, which makes, you know, accessibility to non-developers like more easier right. to AI. So you have no code is needed or anything, and I just went through and, you know, did some of it. Um, and so it's really great. You're just putting in, you're answering questions about yourself, etc. And like you said, it is trained on what you put in it. Correct. And essentially, even though it sounds kind of very sci-fi, but it is intended to be kind of a... A digital representation you, of you so that you can either correspond with clients more easily or in social media situations so much more um, effectively and just free your time up to do other fabulous things like I don't yeah. know live on your yacht in the Mediterranean yeah <laughs> or I mean like even that, you right? can think about like self-reflection because a lot of people do build their memory up and kind of self-reflect into themselves That's so interesting. generating content that. brainstorming with yourself right, right. ideating with yourself those he are all the real use speak cases. As well, um, who said that you know he finds this helpful for a lot of people that he kind of works with, the talent agencies, right. writers, etc. Um, tell me a little bit about how you see this maybe supporting creatives, right? So recording artists, um, actors, etc. Yeah. How do you see like what's the real value in this? Because quite honestly, a lot of that demographic, because it is has been targeted first, right? You're not gonna like create some AI of some dentist, right? It's been you know. The Drake and weekends of the world, et cetera, et cetera, right? So yeah. naturally there's a lot of pushback around AI at yeah. the moment. How do you see personal yeah. AI being like more of a benefit? Yeah, so I think that pushback itself is the reason why this company exists. What do I mean by that, right? Creatives, personal brands, authors, coaches, consultants, uh, their life worth over the past decades or multiple decades has been already kind of presented on the internet, right? Now, what happens with these large language models is your entire internet data is scraped without technically your consent. And the attribution is not going back to the creators. There are two issues with it. One, the value accrual and the incentives are misaligned. And then two, the representation of the model is not personal enough to that particular creative as, as much as it's like mix and match of everything, mm -hmm. right? So the idea, the core behind personal AI is every creative, if you will, have their own personal AI model that is grounded in their knowledge that they control, that they own, and it belongs to them to represent them is a beautiful thing. So from my perspective, I think everybody should have their own personal AI model that is independent of any platform, any large company, where your data is simply not contributed to a big model, but the data is contributed to something meaningful, and in our case, that product is like a second yourself. And I think 
the way that you kind of created this, um, which is very cool, is that you know you can edit it before it goes out and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. I mean, it just Control. seems like something that you can manage a bit better, right? Because yep. AI is obviously not going away. So we need to be able to see how do we make it work best for each individual, and that will be up to right. you know really truly the individual. Yeah. What's your like biggest goal for for personal AI? So the way I think about it is like a million a, people using it every second. No. Oh, <laughs> I want like billions of personal AIs eventually, because they are very small, they are scalable, they run on your phone, right? Uh, but I think it will take time. In other words, the concept of creating a second you. For some people, it's like trippy. So there is some user experiences that we have to bear. But the eventual goal is, let's just say, everybody has their own personal AI. Every digital interaction is consulted by your personal AI. And your personal AI, because it's attached to you, not to anybody else as an extension to you, is helping you assist and make those decisions for you on your behalf. It's something that I think we can talk about, but unless you really try it and go to like you know personal.ai, you kind of you can't imagine it until you put it in. But it really is very easy. It's like you said, almost chatting with yourself. My first thought when you started talking about this at the beginning of the workshop was that that there are many Lauren Delisa Coleman's, depending on who I'm talking to. But you even thought, or rather solved for that by creating quote unquote different personas. Correct. So you can have the more hip hop gritty Lauren, you can have the more journalist yep. Lauren, you can have the one that's, you know, corresponds in a certain way with her family versus Could be this family. Versus yeah. that. Totally. So you can create as many personas that you The want. architecture like literally mimics who you are as a person and how we live. Even the memory is time bound. Meaning like when you are a kid you may have certain thoughts. And as you grow up your thoughts mature. Your thoughts change. It will learn though. This will change along with This you. will change along the along the way. I didn't want to like a freak out people, but since it's a continuous model, everything is almost like version controlled, if you will. So let's just say, you know, you are now eighty years old, right? And you're reflecting some of these memories from a long time ago. You can essentially set the dial of your AI to when you're twenty year old. And see and how you talk. were thinking. That's funny because uh, my sister recently saw this with some diaries that we unearthed uh -huh. back from when she was sure. like 10. Like it was how funny. A lot of it was, you know, of course, a child's point of view. But then a lot of it was she still thinks yeah. sometimes. The underlying way I think that we are kind yeah. of tends to be, you know, It's there. very interesting, right? But that's really fascinating. The Last thing, though, um, that I love how you put this out, and I would love for you to, you know, kind of tell me this again, maybe with a little bit more context, is that you think phone numbers will eventually go away and you will have a number that is your quote-unquote AI number. So similar to, you know, the devices that people are thinking about and the former, you know, um, exec from Apple creating these things, you see this kind of being a, a companion to that, if you will? Yeah, it's almost like you're an asset. So think about in the digital realm right now. Any platform, any everything that you do every day in the digital space, what do you own? Yeah, right. Well, this is all also the conversation within Web3, and it's funny, as you talk about certain things, yeah. you know, you're going to own this. And there are, there are a lot of like Web3. It's very Web3 in an AI base, right? The Web3 thinking, that mindset within an in AI fact, product. Um, we actually use blockchain technologies to guarantee that ownership. Oh, really? But it gets like too deep, so I try to like only go there. When people <laughs> Got it. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, there is a lot of definitely like thought that went into the entire like creation of the system. Uh, 
For people who are freaked out, though, just in general, and you know, even to say, like, creating another brain <laughs> that is yours, that over time can actually respond like you, what, what might you say to them? Because there is, I mean, there are obviously, it could become so moral issues is that around response, this, right? ethical issues around this, um, you know, who knows what kind of mistakes could be made, and then, oh, that's out in the wild, okay. right? So what, what do you kind of think about that? Yeah, so mistakes, mistakes, mistakes is already controlled, but let's talk like philosophically, right? Uh, sometimes we may want to look back, but it's also good to look forward. For example... I did not touch computers until I was 20 years old, right? So the experiences of what I can create right now is basically some total of what I've experienced and accumulated, you know, throughout. However, my child, my six-year-old, she already talks to Alexa AI. She already talks to Google Assistant, right? Communicating with the computers by talking to an AI is almost like a normal thing for them, right? For us, it's like a new thing, right. but they grew up with it. When you grow up, the next generation is expecting that will be the next medium. And that's the reason why I started with AI will be the next medium. It was already happening, but in a very assistant scenario. Now imagine this. Do I want my child to be talking to Alexa AI for the next 40 years? No, I would rather have her talk to my dad AI. Right, because she is getting authentic representation of who I am, and I may not exist in the future, but I still have a representation of who I am. Will she rather have that versus nothing? Absolutely. I, Interesting. Yeah. I think. I mean, we've always, as you know, a species, if you will, had these issues when a new type of media is introduced. There's a fabulous book about this that traces all the way back to when writing was introduced. Sure. And people were like, you're not going to write, are you? You'll forget how to speak and forget how to tell stories. I do think as somebody who does write that it is, you know, challenging as much as I love it, as yeah. much as I'd like to think I excel at it. If I turn that over to something else, which then accumulates all the writing I've ever done for Forbes, yeah. NASDAQ now, Inc., Business Insider, etc., and it can write like me, I won't continue to perfect that style. And so I think that for me, that that's important, even though it frees up time, that if I give it to all of my collective memory, the the present day line doesn't necessarily expand. How are your thoughts about that? I would think of it as an extension rather than almost like replacement, right? Mm. Uh, in other words, you are continuously creating. You can think about leveraging your AI in the creation process, right? I don't think your AI will technically replace your creative thinking as much as it will augment and provide you more ideas to further enhance your creating thinking. So, if you were a rap artist and you're like Method Man from sure. Wu-Tang and you threw this yeah, in, yeah, it's, it's going to help you even think of more, more remix or different ways to, to rhyme in, yeah. in a I'm new a way or something? I'm a chef, or at least, you know, consider a chef. Um, and I always like, like to take like different uh, interesting cuisines and mix them up, right? Now I'm like starting to put my AI, like my chef persona, and I add things that I like. Mm -hmm. So based on like certain work, like hey, uh, I want to do something mix of like Japanese cuisine, cuisine with noodles, but something that tastes like you know my uh, curry, right? And then there are like potential possible options. I'm already thinking about it. 
but my AI may remind me of some things that I forget. So, if you were on a cooking show, though, couldn't one argue it's a little bit of a cheat because it didn't really come out of your being, right? I'm just thinking about a mediocre rap artist, for example, who is maybe using personal AI or wood and feeding it and then actually comes up with certain lyrics, which are great. Maybe they're even Grammy winning. It's not the same as like... Eminem sitting there and sure. actually channeling them from the universe, right? Yeah. What do you, what do you think about that? So I think it depends on like how you think about this idea of the channeling, right? So from my perspective, technology is always going to be a foundation, right? In other words, your creativity, your creation, either you are an engineer or you are a creator, will only build on top of what the foundation allows you to do. Right? So when you have electric guitars, people create on top of electric guitars. 20 years ago, when you don't have electric guitars, then people create on top of acoustic guitars. So, I don't think it's any different with AI. It's it's nothing is ever going to replace the human creation because the human creation is fundamentally dependent on the sum total of what life offers you. Either it be technology, either it be people around you, either it be platform, money, everything. Yeah. Anything else you want to mention? You mentioned like uh, Genesis or inspiration story, right? So my inspiration story for personal AI comes from with my innate desire to have an intellectual as well as emotional conversation with a lost mentor of mine, uh, of my previous company. His name is Larry Bock. So I always had this like, what would Larry do? Right? So that's the genesis of the company. Like, I wish I had Larry's AI. Now imagine and multiply that to millions of people, right? Mm, Every person's story is meaningful. Yes. Every person's story is meaningful to at least one other person or to yourself. You know, the first meaningful story is to yourself. So that's kind of how it starts and then it expands into the people around you, you know, the second tier people around you and the audience around you and so on. And what was the film, as you're talking about this, it just reminds me of the film that Johnny Depp was in many years ago oh. like trans I want to say translation but that wasn't it but there, you know there were, there were it never few. turns out good at the end for this kind of stuff Black so Mirror. to make sure there are Black Mirror that, episodes that it turns out to be a yeah. good story yeah I mean there are like few Black Mirror episodes and there is a, a science fiction called Altered Altered Carbon on Netflix there are a few a few of them I think really as we always say in technology everything is it's neutral it depends yeah. on what said person is going to do with it. And if you bring something good to the party, then it's good. And if it isn't, then it isn't. It is funny, though. I was talking with one of your colleagues in the back, and I said, you know, what happens if you put in something as a memory? Like, oh, how, how can I best kill half of the people in, these room, in this room? And the um, platform spit back, you know, it's supposed to be something like, you know, you need to do the best thing as opposed to whatever, I'm here to support the best thing, you know, it's up to you, but you know what I mean? So obviously you can override that just like you can override your own conscience, but it is inside the system that like don't wild out essentially, Right. (laughs) which is good to know. At least it'll give some some people out there a second thought, right? Yeah. Um, But I mean, we have, you know, wars going on right now in the Middle East that have nothing to do with, you know, AI and, you know what I mean? Sometimes some of these things could help, maybe in forecasting, if you do this, what will happen? I mean, even in that context, right, uh, you never know what's going to happen with your life tomorrow. If I die tomorrow, I leave something to my family. Yeah, I mean, there's certainly a way to Right, I mean, big... 
they can talk to me like right now they can talk to me about my kids my daughters my knowledge my thoughts my senses what do you think about this thing you know all these interviews that you're doing you can you know even my ai will be able to respond something to think about thank you so much thank for your you. time i appreciate all